Game Great Game is a video game podcast that breaks down the games of yesterday and today and figures out what makes them good or, when applicable, great. The conversations on this podcast cover the game as a complete work, so please consider this a spoiler warning for the game of the episode. Also, we're well aware that Zach's laugh is weird. I don't know how it happened. Was he born with it? Is it a defense mechanism? Does it safely direct ships lost at sea to harbor like a siren call carried in the wind? I think about this way too much. Anyway, sit back, relax, and kick those rails off. We don't need them where we're going. You think you're crazy, and yeah, I think that's true. But baby, we are here for you. <laughs> it's Good Game, Great Game, the video game book club podcast for people that hate paper cuts and love button mashing. I am Zach Rich. With me is Andrew Orsi. Boop. And Kevin Ryder. Hello. We have a lot to get to today, including our game of the episode, Super Mario Odyssey. But first, boys, boys, I'm vexed. With what, um, Zach? I'm steamed over here. What Ooh, dad about? Your boy, the big Z, is a steamed ham right now. Oh, boy. Because here's our dilemma. This is so much new information. Yeah, I Our friend is steamed. both ham and steamed. I, well, you knew I was a ham all along. Okay. But the, the problem is... If we talk about the Smash Bros. leaks, this episode comes out on Halloween. The day after that, there's a Smash Bros. Direct, which means we have a 24-hour window of this podcast being up-to-date and relevant. And the next day later, Masahiro Sakurai will barge into our door and say, Hey, good game, great game. It's me, Masahiro Sakurai. Here's the real stuff. Your podcast is shit now. So what do we do? Um, well... I'm turning um, to you in my hour of need. Well, here's an idea. Yeah. Uh, he maybe would say that in Japanese, so we wouldn't understand. Yeah, but he has a translator on him at all times. Uh. <laughs> Could we? And yeah. This is just spitballing. Um, I think we should be able to make this happen. Over the next two days, just make our own version of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate with all of this stuff, but also with all the characters from the Grinch League. So no matter what, we're correct. I thought you said the Grinch League for a minute. Oh there. no, Grinch League! <laughs> the Grinch League, the Grinch League. It's all—it's all the Grinch's fabulous characters all rolled up into one. You yes. got your Grinch, you got your Max, you got your Cindy Lou Who. You've got live-action Grinch. Is there any other the mayor characters in the mayor? <laughs> The I have no further name for him. <laughs> Just the mayor. I don't think there's a name of the mayor. Probably not in the Grinch. Well, like, yeah. Do we do we do we talk about this leak even though? Literally a day later, it's just not going to matter. Yeah, anymore. we definitely I mean, we probably okay, do. Here's, yeah. here's what I can ask you: are, are we team real or are we team fake for the Grinch League? I'm team real. I'm team real too. Team makes it seem like I'm in that's, favor that's of it. That's the lingo. So, which do you think? I understand. Yeah. So we're trying in, to be influencers here. In the, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to cash in on on our brand. Yeah. Great. With this um, hot leak, I'm definitely action. team real in terms of like what I actually think. I also am team real in what I hope. Oh this yeah, is, totally. this is what I want. It's, it's, it's a cool ballistic cool if it's true. Ugh. It's so Zach. Do you want to hit me with those characters that are in the leak? The characters in the leak are Mock Rider from the NES game, Mock Rider, Ken from Street Fighter, Shadow from Sonic, which would be the two Echo Fighters that right. will be announced. We'll have Banjo and Kazooie from Banjo Kazooie. Uh, who are the other ones? We'll Gino, Gino, Gino from Super Mario RPG, and we'll have the Choir Kids. The oh. Choir Kids, yes. 
Oh, Isaac. Yeah. I just saw Andrew, like, closing his teeth very seductively what? and was like, no, K-World was already nah, announced. Nah, so we got nah. our big <laughs> crocodile. Yeah. Those characters are um, you amazing. Forgot, you forgot L-Block from Tetris? I forgot L-Block <laughs> yep. from Tetris. Yep. How could I? That's the good game Ah, uh-huh. uh, yes. Uh, well, everyone's saying Incineroar will be DLC It'll now. Be the, DLC. The, the popular rumor I read was that... They got rights for Banjo at the last moment, so Incineroar was the last character added in. So Sakurai said, eh, we'll bump him over to DLC. That's the same I thing I heard. that's what happened. It's all rumor. It's all speculation. Mm-hmm. It's going to be nothing in two days. Is he someone we really wanted? Incineroar? <laughs> yeah. I can't even picture him right now. Yeah. I didn't play much. I mean, I played though. a lot of it. I'm very aware of who he is. Yeah. I just... Was that your, was that your starter? No. <laughs> <laughs> I did play it one time. Th- I mean, I played it with all the starters because sure. I had both sure. Ultra Sun and yeah. Pokemon Moon played through multiple times, caught all the Pokemon in Ultra Sun, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. I would have thought Decidueye, if any. And frankly, I just don't really need another Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, I think if this leak if this leak holds true, it'll be the first time we don't get a new Pokemon main, at least Smash in game. the start. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I I, yeah. I I I believe the DLC thing. No, I know. I just feel like a lot of people E3. have talked about Incineroar, and I was like, I I don't quite understand. Okay. Yeah, maybe he'll have a cool maybe that's, just me. maybe that's just me. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> don't hate me, Incineroar people. Or hate me. I don't care. I don't care Whatever. What yeah. <laughs> I'm really not that concerned. Sorry, but I forgot the, to bring up something before we started recording. <laughs> there was there was something else that I had seen too about a a earlier misprint in a magazine saying that there were 108 stages as opposed to 103. Yes, the Coral we have confirmed. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I read. So we have we oh, know right. of 103 right now. What the rumor is, we saw that Rainbow Cruise was revealed in that uh, college football tour mm-hmm. trailer. So that was the fourth one, and then I think Mute City. From the brawl from from melee will be in the game, and then the last three will be a golden sun, a rhythm heaven, and a banjo kazooie stage. Right, mm-hmm. right. It's just you have stuff. to figure that it's characters bringing their own stages. I've never exactly. dived down the rabbit hole of a conspiracy theory like this before, mm-hmm. but all the pieces add up so straight, and like now I understand why people go after these things. Oh yeah, because it's just like the the pieces all line up. Uh-huh. Jerry, this Jerry, is, the pieces this is why line I, up. This is why I haven't been able to say like I'm. So those that don't know, I'm obsessed with the TV show Survivor. Obsessed, like auditioning for it actively um what? how obsessed are you <laughs> a lot uh but like that's why i haven't sometimes been able to stay away from the survivor spoilers community because yeah. like the putting together of the puzzle before it actually happens is sometimes so fascinating that i'm like no i just want to watch the episode and enjoy it but also if we look at everybody's instagram pictures and figure out that she's more tan and lost more weight we can mm-hmm. put it together and it's so i understand zach where where you felt the joy when you said the pudding, I was like, oh, we're going to learn about some Survivor pudding some now. Yorkshire Do they have pudding some special survivor. survivor pudding? I'm just... I just, just want to know who's in this video game so badly. It'll be soon. We'll, some we'll people. know pretty, pretty soon now. I just, and I some it, creatures. Now. Not Mario, though. He's definitely not in it. I mean, this. I saw a video that had a, a ton of information about the, the pictures from the leak in terms of how they'd be for display cases. Right. And that explained that, like, they don't have to be to scale because that's not how these things usually work. And they're through a third-party marketing thing. So, like, they legitimized both those and then the bracelets. They did a bunch of things like you can crank the contrast and see that there is a stack of them with the, the Switch logos. It would take a lot more effort to fake this than for it to be real. It just all adds up. Sure. Fair. To, we do, still don't to know, also but... be fair, that much effort has certainly been put into faking things before. Oh, sure. I don't think yeah. there's that much effort to like run out a, a, a office space to have the things to 
find some dude's name on the internet that's like, this is a guy that worked there and this is a guy that works at this other place now. Like, there's just too much. There's too... I don't think there... No person in their right mind would put this much effort into making a fake story for the sake of clicks. He doesn't make any money out of this. There's nothing he gains from this. There is nothing to gain in faking this information. It's actually things to lose, though, in terms of he probably had, like, an NDA when he was still working with them and all that stuff. So there's probably going to be some legal action against this person. Oh, I would imagine. Well, then there was also, like, the YouTube video that got taken down from the site uh, showing what was basically, like, the work area where the picture was taken. Like, it just... There's there's too much! There's too much. Zach, the statement that you said, though, was Uh that nobody in their right mind would do it. And what the internet has shown us that is that there are plenty Nobody's of people that are not. Anymore. <laughs> not. And, and they have so much time. People to, have so much time. Everything is bad. <laughs> to also do that much work to release a list that's going to be part of a game that releases in a month, too. Like, yeah, but people have like, done it with Pokemon forward. games for years. Yeah, really? Fake leaks of Even starters? That release? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And they will go pretty extreme. Somebody so, also like, brought up It that. is not impossible. Uh, the day the Grinch leak was posted was the same length of time between the leak and release that the ESRB link for Smash 4 happened, which was another like right. accidental info dump of just like a ton of features about the game that was coming up. And it's it just, it's too uncanny. It's too, it's too much. I don't know what to do with my know, hands that's, anymore. That's the that's issue is there's so many signs for me that point to it being real. And so far, the usual potential debunks have failed on this one i think in the research i've done but it's it's too perfect in so many ways that it's, it's just, like, just i can't <sighs> believe it I want my bear and bird so badly <laughs> i want banjo this wait here, zach do you like banjo kazooie i love banjo kazooie hold on can you just oh, wait, i'm sorry on, could yeah. you repeat that one I, do you like banjo kazooie can i give you a cre- clean read of this yeah <clears throat> I like Banjo-Kazooie. Popular Nintendo 64 platformer, Banjo-Kazooie, wow. is a game that I like. Me, Zach Rich, host of Good Game, Great Game, loves Banjo-Kazooie. This you're- is news. It seems like you're going to get the thing that you you love, but I'm not going to get the thing that I love in our love next anything. segment. <laughs> oh, no, our next thing we're going to talk about, I'm not oh, getting the thing I you're love. You're segueing, aren't you? I am segueing a little bit. Nice job. Oh, Thanks, buddy. Oh, wow. Mm. We didn't uh, catch on, so we ruined it. The other thing we want to <laughs> talk okay. about before we get into Mario Odyssey, the PlayStation Classics full slate of games was announced earlier this week, and they're bad. Yeah, and there's no Chrono yeah, Cross. It's super so. questionable. They're, they're weird. And not, there's a not, lot of... not much excited myself about them. There, there were some things that I mean like they have a couple of standbys there they have yeah, Final sure. Fantasy 7 they have Metal Gear Solid uh, I am looking Metal. at the list right now Twisted Metal is there but then stuff like Cool Borders 2 Destruction Derby like uh, who wanted those I I'm interested in the fact that there's some like cool curiosities on there Jumping Flash I'd be interested to check out Mr. Driller is actually a great game I don't know if mm-hmm. you, either of you have ever played it uh, Wild Arms being there is awesome but then there's like Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, the original Graph of Dotto, like games that haven't really aged well. None of the things we talked about before wanting to have None on of it. the games that we were no talking Vagrant about the last episode. Story, no Vagrant no. Story, no Chrono Cross, no Legend of Dragoon, nothing. I can't believe there's no Legend of Dragoon. I know, right? That's the weird thing. So many of these games, like, you don't have a wipeout here. You don't have right. a Gran Turismo here. I understand that there's, there's some licensing problems. Like, I could see why maybe Tony Hawk's not there because of music mm-hmm. issues. Sure. I can see why Gran Torino's there because of car licensing issues. But there's just so many classic games that are in Sony stable. I understand why maybe like Crash and Spyro aren't right. there because From third of the party remasters developers. that they're getting. Medieval yeah. is getting a remastering. But what you're left with is just like this odd hodgepodge of titles that are either extreme cult classics or 
Ooh. And we don't really, there's really not the details yet in terms of if there will be more released or if there be won't like be internet. No, they announced that. Oh, there's they did. No internet yeah. connection. It's such a missed opportunity. Yeah, it's that so really weird. is. These things it's should so weird. Like, yeah. I think it's just to keep costs below a hundred dollars. And even like, then, it's a hundred where the the SNES Classic was sixty, right? Mark? Yeah, but yeah. these games are like a little bit bigger scale. Sure, they are, sure. and there's more third party stuff so i'm sure licensing costs were a little bit more expensive but then like yeah. you don't have sympathy in the night on there yeah where are any oh, yeah. where like, are any rpgs right like yeah you have seven you final have, fantasy seven wild arms like wild arms is, wild RPG, arms right? is there yeah. uh, persona one's there oh that's right yeah. which is yeah interesting yeah. but not exactly the game i'd put on there's there. so know. many rpgs on the ps1 yeah. oh totally right. that should be here right I mean, Legend that, there's really no reason Legend for them to is the one that i do not understand mm-hmm. that's such a slam dunk in your corner it's, it's a cult classic you don't have to pay a goddamn thing you own the rights to it it hasn't been re-released at all since the ps3 what are you doing right yep this is the exact opposite of smash brothers in that nobody's here yeah it's nobody not, everyone's nobody's here. not here the lights are out here. nobody showed up tony's not here final fantasy Fantasy Eight didn't even come. Where's Final Fantasy Eight? Hasn't come anywhere in a while. That's a problem. It's a, it's a good game. game. Uh-huh. It's a good game. I think this is interesting. I'm still interested because some of these games, as somebody like that's into video game history, especially of this era, some of these games I've never touched before. I'll be interested to see them. Do I want to buy one of these things? I don't know. Very uh, good. There's Rayman. Rayman's on here. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Rayman's Look at here. Rayman. Resident like, Evil's Odd here. Oddworld's there. Oddworld's there. Yeah. That's a cool get. Yeah. Like there's cool stuff on here. I, I like. I, I heard a lot of people were bitching a moment about like Tekken Three being on there, but I think going Tekken back 3 to is good. Tekken yeah. Three is really cool, and going back to I know that like fighting game titles get antiquated with each new release, but it's still interesting. I go back to like Tekken Four and the original Tekken Tag yeah, from time absolutely. to time because I play those in arcades a lot. I play as those a, kid. a ton. Yeah. There's a lot that's cool here, and it's great that these games will be available again for consumers to get, especially when some of them probably didn't have a long print run or didn't show up on the PS3 Classics line or something. I am all for video game preservation of this elk it's just like if this is if this is the playstation classic where you want to show off some of the best and brightest titles that this wonderful fantastic video game system ever had this is an odd list to send out it's a miss yeah yeah. it's a huge miss uh should we jump up super high yeah let's do that fly up to the sky i'm okay with that i I don't want to do that one you don't want to do that no i'm tired okay i'm okay i'm game still do you guys know that you're my superstar Oh hey! That no one could take me this far. What? Thanks, buddy. Let's do. So nice. Let's do the what? Odyssey, shall we? Yeah. Let's let's do no, this Odyssey. Let's do the Odyssey. Odyssey. I just need to feel that happiness for <laughs> 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 Let's go play a game. Anniversary of Super Mario Odyssey, our oh, hey. game of the week. Been around for a whole year Happy now. Happy anniversary, Odyssey. Happy anniversary to Mario and his sweet ship, the Odyssey. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about how much we got to play for this episode Let in us. a little segment called Good Boy, Great Boy, Bad Boy. Kevin. I'll go first. Sure. You go first. I got uh, 336 stars and completed the Dark Side of the Moon and did a lot of stuff in Mushroom You know Kingdom. how I know you didn't play the game at all? 
They're it's not moons. stars. Oh, damn it. You You're dingus. Yeah, dumb dumb. I know. I'm so used to it with Mario, them being stars. And when this literally happened before we were they recording, and I was already corrected. They were stars forever. They were shines. They were. No, they, they were, were stars, stars in the galaxy. galaxy. Okay. They were shines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they were shines, and then they were stars. So 336. Andrew, 336 how much minutes. did you get to do? Uh, I did. I did everything. I mean, like everything you can unlock, etc. I had 648 power moons by the end. Uh, I completed the dark side of the moon. I attempted the darker side of the moon and said, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> Is that so what you get when you get not to get 500? 500. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I didn't buy all of the outfits, but I had all the outfits unlocked in the shop and sure. things like that and was able to get the ones I wanted. Uh, Mario in a wedding, wedding dress was a thing that I did for a while just for just weirdness. For yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You um, know that Bowser says something? No, that Bowser does. Luigi says something mm-hmm. if you talk to him in the wedding dress. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's such a supportive and sweet child. What a brother. Just yeah. a good brother. What a brother. Zach, how much did you do? I got to play. <laughs> that wasn't, so that wasn't words. <laughs> how much did you do? You did a great job, bud. Uh, I got to play. This was actually the, my third time playing this game because uh, I love it so, so much. For this playthrough, for the purposes of the show, I got to 425 moons. Uh, that's how much I felt I needed to play in order to refresh myself up. My biggest playthrough, I think I was somewhere north of 650, but that was a long time ago. But for the purposes of our episode, uh, we'll say that I capped myself off at 425. Cool. Great. And, uh, that would make me good. Yep. Makes Kevin... Oh, I'm bad. Naughty boy. So bad. Uh, and Andrew, you get great. I did not expect that for this episode, because I beat the game two days ago, and they beat it forever ago. Yeah, I beat <laughs> it a long time ago, <laughs> then I would just like pick up a couple moons here, and I didn't I didn't feel like getting up to the 500. That's fair. Uh, I'll make a claim. This is one of the greatest video games ever made. I think it's a great game. I don't know if I'll go greatest ever made, but I did really enjoy it. I think it's uh, a masterpiece of design. I think it's... I would agree with that part. I would agree with it with, um, word. Yeah. <laughs> Try that again. Let's play find that word. Got that word. Got that word. Uh, I what would agree with Andrew? that with, um, stipulations. Oh, there we go. <laughs> that Damn. was the word you lost? Stipulations. You literally, like, stapled it on there, didn't you? Yeah. Um, tell me your viewpoint, sir. I thought it was a really great game in a lot of aspects. The struggle I have with this game is I never felt a sense of fulfillment, from it and that's frustrating for me because when I consider a game really really great I get a certain feeling when I've completed said game mm-hmm. did not get that with this uh, and I think it, it was just a little bit each world individually was designed really really interestingly and really well I just don't quite know if they flowed together. I think the same could be said about a lot of Mario games, but but you know what I mean? In Galaxy, it's like literally a different galaxy. So there's a little bit more of an excuse, whereas these are kingdoms that all exist on the same exact the same planet. planet. Yeah. Sure. And then you have things like, you know, the Luncheon Kingdom, where it's like a fire world gone crazy into a just giant stew of polygons. Uh, and then the next is the Ruined Kingdom, which... Cool as it is, which is Dark Souls, super off-putting. <laughs> oh my! So God. I don't know if that was a little bit of just like I don't know if I a hundred percent agree that it's a masterful design because for me it was choppy, really well designed pieces. When I say that it had excellent design, what I really mean is like the moment-to-moment gameplay of this game. I going back on what you said on feeling fulfilled this is a game where i felt like the journey was the fulfillment not exactly the reward it felt rewarding to actively play this game to me and i think part of the reason why is because 
at its core, almost any game that Nintendo puts out is about having very simple mechanics and then building on them in complex situations. Sure. And Mario is like the king of that kind of style and I mean, philosophy. we talked about the similar thing with Donkey Kong back when we played it. Right. So with this kind of game, you have a very basic set of tools that Mario has at all times, mostly his jumping. Then you have a couple of context-sensitive pieces, depending on what world you're in, what animals are around you, what you can capture with your hat. But Mario in and of himself is a very static character with a very not limited moveset. He actually has a large range of things that he can do in this game. And every single time you can pull something off, it's in your power to pull it off. I was thinking a lot about Spider-Man while I was replaying this. Okay. And how web swinging in Spider-Man is cool to do and looks amazing, but it doesn't feel as satisfying to swing from place to place as Spider-Man than it does to jump from platform to platform as Mario. And I think part of that is because the moment-to-moment gameplay of being Spider-Man is done a lot more automatically than Mario. When you're Spider-Man... Everything is basically done for you. You're controlling his trajectory, sure, but his arc through the sky, if he runs on a wall, a lot of the things that Spider-Man does is automated. You're not picking out like where you're attaching your webs to or anything. It's just a lot of seamless movement done for you, and it's good that way. Like I'm not bemoaning Spider-Man or anything, but I get a better sense of freedom and control and satisfaction from making Mario move than I did from Spider-Man. I'm the opposite. I got a lot more satisfaction from making Spider-Man move, but I think that also just comes down to a matter of taste in that, you know, based on our Celeste episode, you're definitely the most platform uh, player that and, like, true. enthusiast as um, compared to myself. What I... Going back to Spider-Man, the one of the moments I didn't enjoy was actually the task... Ma- uh, yeah, task manager. The task, task master challenges uh, that require more minute control of the web swinging because that's actually where the illusion of control falls apart because the precise web swinging in spider-man is really hard to pull off and really buggy and the game i don't feel is tailored around trying to do that it revolves around looking cool and giving you that sense of immersion and scale sure i wouldn't necessarily agree with that because there there are ways in which you could do more targeted swinging for a lot of the taskmaster ones i felt like they would they would give you um environmental things that you could work with for those more minute places that's not here or there in terms of, of the Mario Odyssey part. I still love this game, and it's really fun to play, but I did miss the progression that that I look for in games in sure. terms of, like, you know, with Mario being a static character. And it's not anything wrong with the design of the game. It's not a flaw. It's just a matter of personal preference. I think so. I, I will always prefer my RPGs. I will prefer my dynamic, growing characters that get stronger as the game goes on. Right. And this doesn't give you that, but it still is fun. And I did get fulfillment... When you get to the end of the main game, that to me was pretty fulfilling. Yeah. But I did not find a ton of fulfillment after getting, you know, a hundred more stars after the end of the game. Like, that's why I didn't get up to like 600 is because that playback loop of just going and finding the different stars didn't necessarily boost my engines. That's so fascinating to me because for me, it wasn't about Mario getting stronger. It was about me getting stronger. There's so much to Mario's arsenal. Like, when you throw your hat and you jump off of it and then you dive, throw your hat again, jump, dive, jump on it again. Like there, there's a, there's a, there's an expert level of control to this game. That's so hard to grasp, but when you are able to really get it and you start jumping all over the place and you're skipping sections of the game, that's just like my first impression of this game was at a GameStop in Syracuse. 
Uh, I had never touched a Switch before, and I was wandering around a mall for a hot moment with a friend of mine, and I'm... I, I take two seconds with the menu, and it's in the Sand Kingdom, and I literally I don't do anything except jumped around for five minutes, and I instantly said, I need to buy a Switch for this. Instantaneously. The level of control that you have over Mario in this game is unlike anything I've ever experienced in any other video game before. And I think that that makes this game, by default, one of my favorite games I've ever played. Because, like I said before, if the jumping's good, I'm jumping in. You know That's what I'm true. saying? He did say you. that. Yeah, I love, I love that sweet jump, and Mario, he's the king of jumping, and I just, it feels like anytime I do anything in this game, the game will react to it. And that's a level of control I don't think you see anywhere else. It's the entire conversation over Red Dead right now. Red Dead mm-hmm, has so much right. realism in it that everything takes 20 million minutes to do because they have to meticulously animate every single yeah, little thing. thing. You kill an animal, but you got to kill it precisely because if you kill it the wrong way, then the meat's going to be a little bit bad. And then you just got to watch uh, John Cowboy just rip that that beefy hide right open to get the right stuff and it takes 20 million hours to get through anything and i'm asleep with mario you booted up you're jumping you got some stars you got some moons you're good see you later bud you did it too you said stars first i did didn't i oh but i'm like a disease i feel like mario is just he's mr video game for a reason and this game is his best adventure ever and i'm gonna say it this game's in my top five of all video games. Ever. Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to sort of piggyback onto what you both just said and say, I think I lean more towards Kevin. Like, I prefer RPGs. I prefer my characters to grow and blah, 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 blah. You were talking about yourself growing. I think my thing is, like, I don't care about myself when I'm playing a video game. I don't want to think about myself. I don't want to be aware of myself. I also don't want to be aware of my shortcomings, and platformers mm-hmm. make me highly aware of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> my lack of refined motor controls occasionally really pisses me off. Was there anything, um, Andrew, from the start of the game until you rescue the princess and beat Bowser, was there anything in that span of the game that you thought was too hard or that... Yes. You did? Okay. Um, It was... <sighs> There were ve- there were a few power moons I straight up gave up on, um, just because at a at a I, earlier on I would power through some mm-hmm. power moon through no mm-hmm. bye. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You're good. Points uh, for effort. Earlier on I would try and like push through and actually like just keep trying the thing I was failing at. Later I was just feeling that platformer uh, exhaustion that I get after playing it for too long where I was like, nope, I can't keep trying this because I'm going to get pissed. I'm going to get stressed and pissed and like, can't do it anymore. If I can't get this moon, I'm just not going to get this moon. Yeah. Um, yeah, there were, I also found that there were certain kingdoms that I really took to, and there were others that I just wanted to get out of. Like the luncheon kingdom. I did not like the luncheon kingdom. That's crazy. Didn't really like the luncheon kingdom. Um, also honestly for me, that is the weakest designed kingdom aesthetically. I think I think I would agree. It comes that across so to me unique. as a fire world that they put a gimmick into, <laughs> and but the I, gimmick for me didn't work. I, I I can see too that one feels the least in the same world. I mean, I guess New Donk City feels the least in the rest of the world as all of them. But yeah, New York I will City's... say this right right now though: New Donk City is my favorite. Oh, oh New Donk is awesome! It's, it's so Donk's good. Great. It's the pinnacle of so the game's good. design. Yeah, it really is. If the whole game had been in New Donk City, I may have loved this game. Grand Theft Auto Mario. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right around on that scooter. Um, and that's I think I don't know. I, I part of it for me is I don't know if I needed a sandbox platformer. Or maybe a, a 
I saw I saw a review online refer to it as more of a toy box, which is pretty fair because it's yeah. like you're picking yeah. up toys here and there, and every single one of them does something. Oh, totally. Um, I just I don't love that because it's every RPG, especially nowadays, tends to be kind of an open world sandbox kind of thing, right? And you mm-hmm. go do all the side quests and blah 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 blah. But at least it's like really clear how many side quests there are. You kind of know the basic formula for doing a side quest, whereas this one was just like go discover a power moon everywhere. And I would get distracted with that or I would get frustrated with this platforming thing that I couldn't do over here and like completely lose any focus on the story power moons that I'm trying to get. And it would take me out for a bit. And the worlds that I struggled in more with the mechanics, I tended to get taken out a lot more often. Uh, so I have resentment towards those particular worlds. Yeah, see, I didn't hit that same point as you um, because I didn't get all the power moons. So I in mean, my <laughs> in my limited experience, I didn't uh, have that same uh, mechanical uh, issue yeah. in terms of control. Like everything that I did, I didn't really ha- didn't have anything that was too challenging. Not to say that it was just super easy, but I didn't, I didn't have any points that I got like stuck. But that's mm. probably because if I found a moon that was too difficult, I just didn't didn't get it. Right, I didn't and go back to the it. The game has sure. so many things to do that if yeah. you get frustrated with something, you can just go do something else, which is great. I for me. The fact that you can basically trip over a power moon in this game is so mm-hmm. cool to me. The fact that there are over 800 different objectives that all give you a power moon, I, I mm-hmm. it, it blew my mind, the sheer scope and breadth. And I mean, I love collectathons. I love you do, yeah. dropping into a canvas and saying, here are all these things to go and do. And what I also think is this game is so diverse in what you're able to do in it. Like, yeah, there's the running and jumping, but the capture mechanic opens up a whole new world. New totally. kinds every, of running and jumping. Every single thing you get to... <laughs> there's there's more running and jumping, but then, like, you're a tank sometimes. Know, you're yeah. a tree sometimes. You're a puzzle piece sometimes. You're you're bounding in the, the polar bear guys mm-hmm. sometimes. So bad at that. They're oh, so... I, I actually liked that. That was fun for me. I thought it was I fun, but I was still like I went to do Bouncing around those once, once I did the moon cube in that world and yeah. it unlocks a new bounding track. Mm-hmm. I went and tried it one time and I said, There's no way. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm not getting these oh moons. That was actually one of my favorite parts of the game was the bounty. And it was just oh my god, it was so much was fun, fun to play. And the second you get good at it and the second it all makes sense to you and the second you realize you don't have to bound all the time, just bound where it's appropriate. Right. It's so Great. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing. This game has so many different pieces to it. It does, yeah. That when you add it all up, even beyond its basic running and jumping, it's it it's it's massive. This yeah, game huge. is a scale that I do not get to see that often. And it makes me so excited. Like this was the third time I was playing through it and I, I, I felt like it was the first I felt like I was discovering things for the first time, even though I've played this game twice through already. Um and then there's like the small puzzle stuff. There's the the trace walking, which is I thought it was the dumbest mechanic in the world. And the second I got it right the first time, it was the most euphoric bliss I had ever that experienced one actually in my life. Is really mm-hmm. There's like the picture matching stuff. The 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 when the when the face parts disappear and you get uh-huh. some sort of eldritch abomination because you can't remember which way Mario's eyes are supposed to go. That they didn't decided to make a Mario uh, Mario Party game. Yeah, it, there. Yeah, there's like these weird Mario Party minigames in there, and then there's also like the course clear stuff that's hidden within each area, and how there's like a moon to get through it all, and then there's one more that's hidden someplace that you need to like really, really get to understand the mechanics to find. I, I thought this game was just it was a reward 
everywhere you went, there was something for you. If you said, oh, I think if I kick this rock, there's probably going to be a power moon under it, there was a fucking power moon under it. Yeah. Let's party. For me, though, I just didn't feel the need to do all of those journeys. They were fun when I did them, but I did not feel the pull to do all of it. It just might be like the lazy... Uh, completionist in me because I like to think that I'm a completionist even though I never complete things. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but when I when I see when I see bars that need filling, I'm like, oh, I'm there. I'm going. Let's go. No, I'm similar. Let's do it. The minute this I got has, this game has achievements. The second it was like, hey, Toadette's here. She's got achievements to give. Me. I started doing. Yeah, that. I know. <laughs> I started buying souvenirs. Suddenly, I was like, oh, I've been ignoring these all game, the but there's stars. So awesome. The, the souvenirs are cool. Are awesome. The stickers the are cool. Where did the okay? Now. Yeah, I mean. Uh, like, the achievements are great. And I will also admit, like, you gave me Yoshi in the Mushroom Kingdom, and I ate a fruit, and I saw a little thing start to fill up. And uh-huh. I said, I'm gonna fill that shit up. That oh, shit yeah. Up. <laughs> I agree. Um, I, it, an interesting thing is coming to me as you're talking about this. Sure. The excitement you have about this game right now is the exact way that I talked about Breath of the Wild. The exact to the T. Have we and talked I, about Breath of the Wild on the show? I, I don't it. think so. Neither of you have played it. Have I've you? never played it. No. So there's that. Yeah. It is the exact feeling that I got with Breath of the Wild. And I just think it has to do with the type of gameplay that I enjoy and prefer. Oh, yeah, sure. Both of them are massive scope, insane sandbox games. And well executed. No matter where you go... There are potential rewards. Yeah. I would, in Breath of the Wild, I would, like, look at the map, and I would see a mountain in the distance. And they'd be like, you need to go save the world over to the south. And I'd be like, yeah, but there's this really cool mountain to the north, and I'm just going to go climb that mountain. And I would find ways to climb that damn mountain, even if I was not supposed to be there. Like, clearly, an enemy would kill me in one hit, and I'd be like, I'm not supposed to be up here yet. But yeah. I would go, and there was a reward every time I got to the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And so, Nintendo at least with these two games, is really showing a faculty for designing these open-world games that have consistent rewards everywhere. And I do appreciate the scope of the game and the way you're talking about it. Absolutely. I and for that... me, I, as much as it's not my type of game, I do absolutely think that it's incredibly well executed in terms of all those things with the movement. It does feel great to play this game. It does. I think, going back on your, your Breath of the Wild comment, if you look at Breath of the Wild and Odyssey side-by-side, Breath of the Wild is an evolution of Zelda's design in a very positive direction. I think Odyssey is the perfection of Mario. I think this is a perfect Mario. I have, I have sorry, a hard elaborate time a little with that myself. Yeah, elaborate a little bit what you mean. Breath by of that. the Wild turned Zelda's mechanics on its head. Right. It I said, get I get what you're saying about Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I'm confused about the Odyssey. About Odyssey? Bit. I think that this game makes just like simple things in its design, not kicking you out of the area when you found a star. Um, having fast travel, like making sure everywhere is manageable to travel through at all times. The game actually borrows a lot from Banjo-Kazooie mm-hmm. in terms of transformations, in terms of not kicking you out of the level. I think not kicking you out of the level is the yeah. biggest innovation this game has compared to the Mario games that have come before it. Sure. Um, because it makes the adventure much more lively. It, it makes moving over here to get this thing not feel like a distraction, but just part of your journey. And especially because most places have multiple moons in them. If it kicked you out when you got a moon, that would be so annoying oh, to have to oh, go through the whole be, thing again so to get to it. so frustrating. Yeah. 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 Um, like, I think Odyssey owes so much, not just to, like, Mario's history, but the work that Rare has done, which is another reason why I just love this game so much. Sure. Mm-hmm. I also it reminds think, you of Banjo. I also think I have a little bit of, um, like, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna actually like coin the term platformer fatigue because I get that mm-hmm. like very oh, yeah. quickly. The, I get it, my the minute I bit. start to get frustrated with like one thing, even if I get through that, the thrill of completing it is not nearly enough to really pull me out of the fatigue. So the more often that happens in a sitting, the more I'm just pissed. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Totally. Um, so it almost is helpful for me to have some linearity in a platformer. That I actually, think an open world platformer for me is just hard. Okay. Uh, that dovetails. There's a couple of things I want to get to. So let's move on to this topic because sure. Andrew, you and I talked about this at work this morning. Uh, we're both actually replaying. You're replaying Mario Galaxy. I am playing for the first time Mario Galaxy 2 right now. And you told me, quote, Andrew Orsi, 2018. I prefer Mario Galaxy to Mario Odyssey. Correct. To which I punched you in the face, said he your did. mother is a tramp, and disowned you as a friend. Yeah, that's why I look weird, Kevin. That's why. That's why he's got <laughs> oh, that, that big shiner today. That explains a lot. I wasn't um, going to say anything. Please but... explain your poisonous and wrong viewpoint. Wow. This is aggressive. <laughs> I'm <laughs> very attacked. <laughs> I'm not attacking you, Andrew. Um, I thought that... So here's the thing that I'll say. Now that I've played them back-to-back... Odyssey's motion controls are much more refined and much better. Mm-hmm. That said, I still think they're a weakness of the game. I can agree with you. Sure. They're, you know what I mean? It's just, there were times when I was trying to do the hat spin and Cappy yeah, would just flicked instead. And I couldn't actually like always get them right. But you know that you could do the spin move without motion controls, right? If you twirl the control stick twice and then hit the, the cap throw button, he does the spin. Attack. I don't believe in that. <laughs> no, no. But that's also an incredibly complicated workaround. No, frankly. I can do it just for my fine. thumbs. Very hard. <laughs> for, for these brutal you want me to things? spin on you one hand and then hit a button with I the other Mario one? Party one? I know the dangers of spinning a control stick. I I really do think uh, the game though really really leaned heavily into trying to get you to play with the separated Joy Cons. So yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, so. I also do have to say that considering, like, this was one of the first Switch games, uh, you kind of want it to show off the Switch, et cetera, et cetera, to then sort of limit functionality in the mobile version of playing this. Yeah, which I did I, entirely. I tried to play it on the train on the way home, and I just said, nope, I can't. This is wrong, and I wasn't going to pull off the Joy-Cons on the train. That just felt weird. Sure. So I didn't do that, and I only played it as a console game, which is fine if it's a console game, but when you're using it on the Switch... And you have these capabilities of mobile, allow for them, I think. Um, I played the entire thing mobile, actually. Really? My entire experience. So when I ever did a hat circle, I'd have the whole switch in my hand, just like like I'm driving a car. (laughs) Go in a circle! (laughs) You got it! It is crazy that the game does not explain that there is an easy workaround for that. Yeah, it doesn't The second I learned that, like the game was a million times better. And the action guide was also so freaking overwhelming the first time I looked at it that I wasn't going to look oh, at those sure. kind of things. I was like, sure. that's a lot of action. Let's get back to the conversation about Galaxy versus Odyssey. Right, sure. Um, so I, do, I okay. do think that the motion controls are an extreme improvement. Uh, Wii motion controls were just always questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, great concept, not always great in implementation. But when you get down to the mechanics between Galaxy and Odyssey, why do you feel that... Galaxy is the superior game. If I really if I really come at you with my most basic answer to this is that both are platformer games, which we know that I have an affinity against. Mm-hmm. I came out of Galaxy with a feeling of fulfillment, having had so much fun. I wanted to play it again. I wanted to get every single power star. I had this excitement when I was playing Galaxy and this excitement afterwards where I wanted to tell everybody how good a game it was. 
it didn't happen for me with Odyssey. That is just bold face, like the most basic version of how I can tell you this. Sure. I, we can try and break it down into mechanics, but I'm not sure I'm going to be able to put everything into words. Well, I think I think I could understand because I think you said it earlier. But I think if you if you compare course clear Mario mm-hmm. and sandbox Mario, mm-hmm. there's basically three sandbox Mario games. Right. 64 Sunshine and Odyssey. Right. Mm-hmm. Galaxy. I even like used to think this, but I used to think that Odyssey was or Galaxy was a exploration game. But it's a course clear game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very it much a course clear. Hundred percent. You no go to a world where you yeah. have uh, branching paths at all. You pick right. a star and you go at it. Yep. Um, so, do you think it's just because you prefer having a clear beginning and end point? I think so, at least in platformers, because like I've been talking about, my platformer fatigue. If I don't necessarily know how many power moons I'm trying to go for, if I don't know how many exhaustingly annoying mechanics I'm going to have to deal with before I am comfortable to move on to the same story, because I actually am a little bit of a completionist, mm-hmm. and I will go do it. Like they would be like, "Here's the shining light on the brutals. Go fight them. That's clearly the first thing you're supposed to do in this kingdom." I'd say, yeah, but there's like 20 other power moons I need to find first, probably. So going to do that. And then I would get myself frustrated (laughs) in the process of doing that. But I can't break that, that brain pattern of myself as a gamer. That's how I approach games. You give me an open world game. This is why I'm always a little hesitant about open world because I'm like, I'm going to do everything but the story. I played Fallout 4. I've played, I've put 35 to 40 hours into that game. I have not even gone to Diamond City. (laughs) <laughs> I have never gone there. That's I've done funny. everything oh else. Oh my god! <laughs> that is the problem for me with too open of worlds. Playing I will just go wherever. Is going to be it's going to be the a something. most annoying oh, experience. That's right. I, I, the I'm seventy-six sorry. demo dropped today for PlayStation Four. Oh, did it? Yeah, it the thirtieth today. Nice. The minute we start playing seventy-six, also to be clear, I'm just going to run and go find my childhood home, and you all can oh, do yeah. whatever. No, I'll follow you. <laughs> <laughs> and if there's a death claw there, screw it. God. <laughs> So or yeah, I think I think it does have to do with how I how I approach video games and especially how I approach platformer video games. I think it is my approach where in I want to go do everything I can do off to the side before I do the obvious like this is your next story mission. Like I want to do all the extra stuff cuz so many games, especially RPGs, had missable things in between story points. Sure, yeah. yeah. I didn't want to miss the stuff, so I don't miss things. But nothing in that um, is missable. I'm aware that doesn't change this. Okay. <laughs> Does not change the instinct. Yeah. Um, I think it, it, the through line gets dashed a little for me when there's so many other things to do and when I can feel so many other emotions of frustration as opposed to just following a plot line. Um, and maybe it's a way I need to change my approach, but I also am so ingrained in that I don't know if I'll be able to. So sandbox platformers just may not be my thing. Yeah. Honestly. I think that's fair. And we I all think have Galaxy was a wonderfully designed game. Uh, if you think Odyssey is better, great. I don't think that discounts that Galaxy is a really wonderful Mario game with a really interesting mechanic. I loved the playing with gravity. And I also, I was able to feel a little less idiotic because I was kind of like, oh, I'm walking upside down and then sideways and blah, blah, blah. So it's not that I'm bad at platformers. It's that this is weird. <laughs> so I was, I was able movement. to excuse my failure a little bit more often, I think. Whereas in Odyssey, I was like, I clearly just suck at this. Great. <laughs> it might also be having gone back to Galaxy 2 after playing Odyssey, Mario's move set is much more limited in Galaxy. He does not have nearly the breadth of movement. He doesn't have a hat. He doesn't have the hat, but even going it's beyond not even that, that yeah. he doesn't have a lot of the jumps he yeah, can pull true. off in Odyssey. Right. Um and his control, he doesn't really he he's a little more 
I guess the term would be like brickish. He he doesn't turn as easily as he does in Odyssey. He he's just a little bit harder to handle because the game doesn't require the finite movements that Odyssey requires. Um, so going between those two games, it when I was playing Odyssey or when I was playing Galaxy, good golly, why do those <laughs> names sound the same? When I was playing Galaxy, there was so much that I missed about just how to control Mario in Odyssey. That made me love that game all the more because it felt like this is a natural progression of where Mario is supposed to be today. I want to go back and play Sunshine now. Mm. I haven't played that. Oh in man, that'll be a minute. trip. Yeah, I'm just waiting for them to remaster it. I feel like that is feel easy like they will. money. Yeah, I feel it, like it's, they will. It's got to happen sometime. Yeah, totally. I don't get it. Yeah, for me, I think I did prefer Odyssey over Galaxy. Um, I agree with Andrew. I didn't play Galaxy two. I only played Galaxy one back in the day, and I haven't think, revisited it. Not to interrupt you, Kevin, yeah. but do you think Galaxy is better than sixty four and Sunshine? So, I never played Sunshine. <gasps> oh, Sunshine's fun. What? I like Sunshine. <laughs> what? Excuse me! Mr. So, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so I know what I'm putting on the list of games to play for the show. There it is. Oh, mama. <laughs> uh, I'm like hot over here. And 64, like I didn't play 64 all the way through. Um, I've just played it in spurts kind of okay. thing. I never owned it. Um, I played I, Friends version. I had a negative connotation to 64 because when I got my Nintendo 64 at the tender age of like, I think I was seven when I got mine, uh, I got Diddy Kong Racing and my sister got Mario 64. And I just had that stupid connotation. I was like, oh, this game is for girls. I uh, <laughs> so really play it. But so Diddy Kong like, Racing But Diddy Kong Racing, like... That's continue. a bro game. <laughs> uh, bro, so, I just raced with Diddy, yo. Bruh. Yo, this game... This this cool champion is for the boys. This yeah. Mario guy, old hat. Oh, me <laughs> and my <laughs> elephant buddy here are gonna yeah, go only race around in some Yeah, so I, I didn't play Mario sixty four until I was a bit older because I was just like, fuck this game. There yeah. you go. Fuck my sister. Don't fuck. Whoa, oh, wow. that was I, I, didn't, I didn't like that. So yeah, so I can't really speak to to that okay. comparison per se because I know what you're trying to say is like those were other sandbox style games yeah. and see I was, how I felt I was just curious uh, um, what you think Mario's finest Mario Galaxy is actually like one of the first platformers that I completed in its entirety and can really say I experienced every facet of the game mm-hmm. there were others that I made it through but I just was skipping stuff by the time I was getting frustrated and things like that Super Mario Galaxy I completed I got every star in one and two mm-hmm. that tells you I liked it yeah <laughs> I mean yeah have you played Banjo Kazooie? I have. How much of it did you play? Most of it. I don't know if I did all the things. Yeah, I don't remember. It's so long since I played that game. I don't. What's oh, the collectibles? I'll the tell you if pieces? I did them. The platform, uh, the puzzle pieces. I think I, yeah, I got Jiggy? all those. Okay, I did get all those. Jiggy's a character, yeah. right? But do you remember? No, Jiggy's, Jiggy's the, the pieces. The, 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 <laughs> do you, do you remember yeah. when I moved on to Banjo Tooie before I finished the yes. final box? Oh, I do and remember. This Zach story. was creeping on my Xbox oh play, my God, and he texted so me in the middle of playing Banjo Tooie and was like, "Did what you, you beat her?" And yeah. I was like. No. I was like, get back on Banjo Kazooie. (laughs) I was like, I was looking through his achievements and he didn't have the one for clearing Banjo Kazooie, but I saw him actively playing Banjo (laughs) Tooie and I messaged him on Xbox being like, the fuck do you think you're doing, boy? I never felt so much like I was in 1984 as in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to kill that witch and you're going to like it. Yeah. As, I love this genre. I understand why you don't dig it as much. I, I think you have a very valid reason to enjoy a course clear game. Did you play? I just, now we're just like talking about all Mario games. No, Did sure. you play 3D Land and 3D World? 
Uh, I played parts of 3D Land. I didn't play 3D World. I would love to sit down with you guys and play through 3D I haven't World played someday. either. Not, even if it's not for the show, like, sure. just, like, get really drunk and play 3D World one night. It's a great co-op game, and it's a really good course clear game. Interesting. I think you would dig it a lot, Andrew. Mario's just good. It is. I just Here's another. It. This yeah. is another. This is kind of going back off. Let's bring it back to Odyssey. Sure. We sort bring of it on back. talking about that for a while. <laughs> um... This is a, a positive comment that I actually can't say enough about. I can't about. wait to hear it. And it's just Nintendo in general since the Switch is released. Oh, yeah. The freaking detail work, man. Mm-hmm. They are so thorough. Everything oh, yeah. is covered and thought of. You go to any... like, It's just the way the characters react. If I hat a Goomba, they're all scared. Um, just every little thing. It's the same as we talked about in Mario Party in the minigames. Just little details that don't need to be there. There's no actual reason that they needed to be programmed, but God, do they enhance I mean, everything. just the way oh, Mario's yeah. face is made in this Yeah. Game. The fact that every piece of it moves. His hat has physics. His nose has physics. He he reacts to things. He's having the time of his life. Uh, yeah, it's a game that makes me happy just watching it because Mario's having a blast on this oh, adventure. Yeah. I and mean, you can see it every step of the way. We talked about it a little bit with Spider-Man, but right now, first-party developers are killing it. Killing it. Yeah. Really? I mean, like Nintendo's always killed it. Sure, sure. We just forget because the Wii U was a console that only 20 people in the world had. Mm-hmm. I, but, yeah. I, the, the level of presentation that is seen in this game is... It, it's uncomparable. Except this, to maybe what Sony themselves are putting This may right be a, a blasphemous claim, but I feel like the power in the Nintendo consoles before the Switch has always been behind the other two. And I, that's not blasphemous. That's okay, a fact. Cool. It's great. It's real. So that's it's actually just, a thing. Technically, so the, it's still true about this It one. is, yeah, but they the just execute this. They they optimize the use of this so well oh, yeah. that the, their Odyssey, styles get, get I would not look so at well. Odyssey and say this is on a lower... Exactly. Res graphic. No, and then that, that's like, my point. Is that they did, since coming to they, the Switch, they and it was really art brought style. It, it was whatever they did with it, but the the actual like visuals. Oh. Yeah, they're great. They're yeah. great, and they're going to age amazing. Sorry, I just came like in my games pants. of this out. It's why we can look at screenshots of the Wind Waker and the Wind Waker, the Wind Waker, the Wind Waker, <laughs> the, the Wind, Wind Waker, Waker Man, Man, starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Not the bees. The bees. Ah, ah. I can feel the wind. Um, no, you compare Wind Waker to Twilight Princess, and Wind Waker's always going to look better, yeah. even though back then we were like, oh, Twilight Princess is the shit, brother. But those games both got HD re-releases, and like, the Wind Waker looks like a fresh new game today, and the Twilight Princess looks like it's a, a, a texture not, pack. Uh-huh. Doesn't look as good. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to happen to the games of today. I think like we're going to look back at Odyssey in 10 years and still say that's a game that still looks good today, and we're going to look at Red Dead Redemption 2 and say, what were we thinking? That's my one qualm with you I'm saying really that... i against Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, I exactly. Really I can tell, like yes. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm going to play it at some point, probably. I will probably, too. Um, but it's interesting to think of, you think of this game as a perfect Mario game, because, like, well, then what's going to happen next? Because, like, I have a feeling that they, they, they can't not raise the bar again next time, but I just don't know what exact things they're going to raise the bar with. It's Nintendo. They will find a way. They will find a way, yeah. It's Nintendo. I mean, uh, no one would have thought about the concept of having a hat that possesses random creatures before this one. Let's just think about it. What other video game company has been operating since 1889? I'd like to transition over to a couple of uh, submissions that we had from listeners. I put out a little APB about uh, just some experiences that... Other people, other listeners of Good Game, Great Game have had with Super Mario Odyssey. Travis Hardy said, the dragon battle blew my mind. I was not expecting to see something that epic, in quotes, in a Mario game, and it just went there. I agree with that. Oh, yeah. I thought the dragon fight, I forget the name of the dragon, but that entire sequence was like, 
so out of left field. Looked like an entirely different game. They were testing our Ridley kills the world theory. Oh, it's got to yeah. be. Uh-huh. It was like a proto Ridley. Mm-hmm. Yes. It sucked that we didn't get to spend much more time in that kingdom. I yeah, would have loved was, that to have been a full there. world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think it was a really well-designed battle. Um, all the bosses were really cool. It also uh, doesn't stylistically fit sure. with the others, I don't think. The the one with the... the... I will say that I think Galaxy's boss battles are much more interesting than Odyssey's. So you and I are just, just on different Starting that fight up again. Right now, <laughs> No. Uh, the Brutals were pretty basic to me. The Brutals were basic, yeah. but everything else, like the the face with the hands that you have to possess the hands and mm-hmm. punch them in the face, they're awesome. The Bowser fights themselves were really, really cool. Uh, yeah, the Brutal fights were definitely like rudimentary, and the only challenge I got out of it was trying to do the Dark Side of the Moon mm-hmm. and hitting them all. But even then, once I got past the first green Brutal, I was fine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> even the, the Bowser fights got a little repetitive for me. The Bowser yeah. fights felt similar to the, the Brutals for me, but I agree that the other ones were fun. I think it was just funny to, to watch bowser get punched all oh time. yeah it's oh just yeah inherently a funny thing but uh <laughs> yeah that ruined the kingdom was cool sure uh nick agello friend of the show left a very very lengthy uh oh i saw this passage this is really interesting. i will try to summarize this because he actually makes a really cool point that i didn't think of because i didn't touch it at all uh nick says i live with my significant other so odyssey was played exclusively in two-player mode at our place but here's the twist she always played as mario and i was always the hat i bought the switch for this game and figured we could continuously swap characters presumably when one of us became too frustrated to go on but i quickly took to the supporting role watching her fumble learn then master the platforming controls while i led her forward drifting in the direction of the next moon and snagging any loose items along the way triumphed over my own sessions in the driver's seat i love this story that is really cool that is so so neat and i think it's like it's the reason why nintendo makes this asynchronous kind of multiplayer right uh to to let people that aren't as well versed in gaming top into the front seat and this is like the perfect way to do it it's actually so cool that nick decided to let his girlfriend take the driver's seat in this entire thing yeah a little sad that's i didn't, you, I didn't that's even that's try it because i didn't, I didn't play with anybody like imagine if you had a kid oh totally yeah that's great i would be so cool i i didn't play <laughs> the game in co-op at all i don't know if you guys did i did not at all nope yeah so also those uh, yeah that too. comment i actually didn't even i i had an awareness that there was a two-player mode but i didn't give it any thought whatsoever because i was like well i'm not going to do that nor did i even so, know that it'd be one person as mario and the other is right the so i actually re- reading this comment was the first time i was like oh wow okay that's maybe a, like a really good implementation of a two player. Yeah, it's creative. I mean, that is that is one thing I will give you that like Galaxy's two player. I did it with people. I had friends who would collect those star bits for me. Yeah, absolutely. But like, <laughs> you know, that's literally all they did is they would shoot star bits. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing about Galaxy is that Galaxy didn't have. Here's one of my problems with Galaxy. Just to go back to that topic for a second. Yep. Galaxy doesn't have enough things to reward the player with along the way. Galaxy 2 fixes this by adding the Comet medals. But when you're looking at... If I go off the beaten path in Galaxy, I'm going to find star bits, I'm going to find coins, or I'm going to find power-ups. Power-ups are needed to progress through the level, so they're not really a cool thing to find. One-ups are great, but they're handed a lot like candy in this game. Sure. In coins, yeah, they heal your life, but I don't need to collect a ton of them to unlock anything. Star bits, yes, I need those to unlock the Luma stars, but otherwise... I don't feel like I am getting anything by going off the beaten path in Galaxy 1. Galaxy 2 fixes this a lot by adding in the Comet Medals, but 
I think that's just why I like Odyssey so much better. Is you because didn't... I always feel like whenever I get something, coins unlock costumes. The stars are all over, or moons are all over the place. And the purple coins and are the, the level purple coins. Ones. Oh my gosh, the purple coins are one of the best parts. Of that the was game. really cool. Yeah, I like yeah. those. I was okay with them. <laughs> I didn't buy. I didn't buy so many of the things. Sorry. So that 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 isn't something. I don't love shop mechanics in games. I don't love going and collecting stuff so that I can just spend it and buy things. Okay, I don't sure. love that. So weird. To okay. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a. I didn't need off the beaten path rewards in Galaxy because like I got this massive endorphin rush every time I used a sling star or every time I used a warp star. <laughs> like, dear God, the animation of him flying through the air and the sounds and the just everything were so good for me that that was my reward as I progressed through a level. Yeah. I didn't need nothing extra. <laughs> <laughs> Combat medals were fine. I was happy with them when I had them, but you know, I didn't need them. I was good. <laughs> there were no, there were no, I didn't burst open crystals with a spin attack and then have shiny star bits flying with sparkles into my face. You know, that's something I look for in a good video game. That's why it's I love, important. that's why I love The Last of Us. I don't get my shiny star bits, it ain't yeah. a perfect That's why I love The Last game. of Us. Right, right. Because of the right. sparkle uh-huh. shiny star bits flying <laughs> to your face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Bob Van Valen, who I always want to say Bob Van Halen, yeah. uh, said, controversial opinion, it's excellent. Which, you know, that so is controversial. Un- yeah. Wow. Man is, I feel attacked. You're man a bold is man. some dirty-ass shit there. Yeah. Uh, Watch your on, language. He goes on to say he got 999 moons and loved every minute of it. Oh, do it, man. Get it. Well, except for grinding to buy the last 120 moons or whatever. It gave me the same feelings that I remember having when I played Mario 64 the first time as a kid. Not sure how else to describe it. It's fun to me that to think that the time that like probably the three of us were growing up playing games, we were really my first console was a Nintendo sixty four. The first games I owned were Diddy Con Racing and uh Mario sixty four, like I was saying earlier. I played a lot of two D stuff at other friends' houses and like that's kind of where I cut my teeth. Did you just turn into Smeagol for a yeah, second? Yeah, I did, didn't I? Other friends' houses. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we were raised we started gaming right at the turn of the dimensions. Mm-hmm. What, 3D the... has always been commonplace. For oh, us. okay. I was like the millennium. No, no, no. <laughs> dimensions. When the camera went from the side to the back, the Sonic's ass. Yeah, got appeal. it. Got it. Um, so I I think a lot about how when I played Mario sixty four for the first time, it was just what I always knew. Whereas people five ten years older than us were shitting their pants over this unique and amazing innovation that came along well that was how i mean my i had a genesis and i had a game boy color those were the first things that i had until like 2002 mm-hmm. probably maybe 2003 okay. and then i got a ps2 a ps2 was the actual like first at the current moment console that i owned and other than that i had played friends old super nintendos and stuff like that so i actually was very much in a 2d introduction to video games and my first one was final fantasy 10 which is also partially maybe why that game is so, so so special oh, yeah. yeah i mean all three of us because then i was like because then i was like i mean we love that game in oh, general yeah, but great. also that was my first introduction to a video game can create a 3d world and then it was like this great and it and was, was like that 3d world what have right i been the missing yeah. <laughs> so i understand that uh general thought pattern of, what you know yeah. maybe that's more what came first uh genesis or playstation one 
The Genesis, Genesis predates the PlayStation 1 by a few years. Yeah, Genesis yeah. was my first console then. Uh, Caitlin Bianconello sent a <gasps> funny picture of her failing oh, hey. at the memory game. She sure did. It looks very scary. <laughs> but she got 43 points for it, so oh, hey. still proud of her. That's yeah. not good enough to get a moon. Letting her, <laughs> hey. you know, she's letting her creation run supreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely <laughs> struggled with the controls the first time I did that, because I was oh, I did too that, the first time that the, the B and Y were the rotating buttons, and then the oh, trigger. Yeah. I still I would hit the trigger at the wrong time all the time to try and rotate and, and so i'd be like oops that's an eyebrow on a chin <laughs> and we're gonna redo <laughs> this one yep i think that was my one design problem is that you can just restart a mini game yeah, yeah. like gold yeah. the whatever. only like, one you could do were the koopa free running ones yeah you could restart which mm-hmm. i yeah, did the free running missions are like the best showcase of they are the games it was also very hard because you have to be good at movement in yeah order to get those gold koopas the hell out of here and you also had to be good at movement in that particular kingdom yeah, in a lot of right. cases. Yeah, you need the landscape. I nailed the first couple of them and got really confident, and then I went to the wooded kingdom, and I was like, "Up, oh, nope." <laughs> there goes that confidence. <laughs> Bye. I will tell you the one mini game that can suck its own dick all day, all night, and that's oh, wow. that goddamn jump rope. Oh really? I hate. I did pretty good rope. at the jump rope. How many did you get? I don't remember, but did you the get first, the power get moon both? for a hundred? Did you get the? Yeah. yeah. You did? Really? Yeah, 100, yeah. The fuck? What? Yeah, my first time. Who are oh, you? Oh, go the hell. No, I did. Your yeah. first time? Yeah, my first time. No, I got past you're lying. You're, I, I think like so. You I'm going to punch right you in now. your face. I'm not sure how many I got, but I remember not it was over 100. Not that many. No, you're yeah. lying. First try? I mean, yeah. I got I zero on my first I try. I, I literally just walked into the rope. You saved my life. Oh, did really? Did you get the 30 one? I got the 30 okay. one, but that was about as far as I could get. I tried. I got to do 70 more of these? I tried for the 100 twice, and I said, Oh, God, no. <laughs> I definitely got to 64 on one of them. And I was like, that's appropriate, Mario 64. We'll stop right there. <laughs> uh, I managed to get there, and I was just like, I, I had no control o- a- anymore. I was just jumping. I was just oh. jumping at random and praying. Huh. Uh, and so I said, I'm, it's not going to happen. I was yeah. 40 short. <laughs> uh, one more straight thought before we begin to wrap this up. I love how much homage this game paid to Mario 64. Oh, yes. totally. I thought the entirety of having the Mushroom Kingdom just be a... Long extended shout out to Mario. It was so it was fun. A totally really, great. really nice touch. Um, I would have loved to like maybe see a recreation of Bomb on Battlefield or something, but we got Womp's Fortress in Galaxy Two, which was really cool. Right. And honestly, just uh, I think doing things like having a Mario sixty four costume was really neat. Having the actual courtyard from Mario sixty four show up, even though that that puzzle in there is really confusing, I definitely had to use a guide to figure it out. Um, and also when you have to look up to the sun in the the throne room to get a star to appear, just like you had to in Mario sixty four. Oh, I didn't do that one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, that's cool. It's I I did that just to see if, like if anything would happen and when something happened. I think that was one of my favorite moments of the game. That's so cool. Uh, I love that. So, so much. And it felt like such a neat and cool I reward. I have to say my favorite power moon that I got was in New Donk City. Of course it is. Um, <laughs> there's the one guy who's just sitting on a bench and wants a friend. And if you sit on the bench next to him, you get a power moon. <laughs> oh, man. That, that was so, so cute. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite power moon, Cap? I don't know if I have a favorite power moon. But my favorite moment was definitely when you throw the hat on Bowser. That was so I fun. I screamed like a little girl. When he was, like, he was napping there. And I was like, oh, we're going to take him over, aren't we? I also oh, spent that yeah. entire time in a panic because I didn't understand the things were falling from the ceiling. Oh, for yeah. Uh-huh. Definitely longer than it should have taken me to pick up on that. Yeah. Uh, so I got hit and was down at one life for <laughs> the majority. 80% of the Bowser run. Uh huh. And just was like, no! <laughs> I but I made it. I did part. not die, to nice. be clear.
Yeah. <laughs> I just love this game so much. Should we put a bow on it, boys? Let's. Let's wrap it on up. Okay. Uh, we've had some fun here today. We've had some laughs. I think it's time to weigh judgment on this video game called Super Mario Odyssey. One year into its life, in our hands, we played as much as we could. Kevin Ryder, is Super Mario Odyssey a good game or a great game? It is a great game. I, Easily a great game. I agree with you full-heartedly. I firmly believe it's a great game. Andrew, what say you? I, Despite the fact that I've decried it a lot, I think it's a great game. It's Super a really Mario Odyssey game. gets three greats across the board. Ding, ding, Baby. ding, 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 ding. How ding, often ding. does that happen? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, most of my complaints with the game are only a personal preference thing, and everything it does, it does so well. It's definitely great. Yeah, and I'll say it again. I think it's in my top five games ever. It's right there with Banjo Kazooie for me. It's right there with Kingdom Hearts 2. It's right there with Final Fantasy X. It's right there with Smash. Like, these are just, it's just up there. It's a game I'll probably come back to and play more and more every single year, I think. Is it a fall game? It's not a Ooh. fall game. It's a year-round game. Okay. Oh. okay. It's definitely not a fall game. I didn't know there were those. <laughs> we talked about them last time. Do you remember time. the last episode? I knew fall games. Is, I didn't know there were year-round games. Oh, yeah. Did you talked about Banjo-Kazooie being games. I black out every time we do this. He <laughs> <laughs> His eyes just glaze over the second we start yeah, recording. Yeah, once we stop Hello? recording, Andrew always freaks out, so that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I actually just have seizures for the entire time we do <laughs> Uh we've, we've had a lot of fun here today. <laughs> is that the word? <laughs> And uh, I, I want to have more fun with you in the future, so let's talk about what we got coming up. Let's, let's do that. In two weeks, we're it's tackling... It's another game. It's, a, it's another game. <laughs> Learn and behold. We're not talking about books just yet. We're still Tetris. going to talk about games. We're not doing Tetris yet, oh. Mr. Orsi. What we are playing is Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive... Age. Age. I almost said Sky. Um, you, you got elusive this time, though. That oh, never made it through the elusive. name of this fucking game. Uh, we're playing Dragon Quest Eleven, Mr. which is Ryder's really similar to Tetris. Right actually, yeah, I got to yeah. tell you guys, I got like one week to play because this week is very crazy for me. So I have one. I'm like 35 hours into this game right yeah. now, and I still have probably another 70 to go. Oh, easily. Yeah. I'm solidly. See, you said you finished the main story at what 75? 75, I believe. I'm 85 in, and I ain't done the main story, so... Yeah, I'm at 100. I also... We've established that I'm a completionist who does a lot of extra stuff, so um, here we are. That's true. I, I've, done, I've done most of the things going through it. Um, you, I'm also, at, you also completed Octopath in I a significantically did. shorter time than I, I did, did. Yeah. yeah. So, I think um, I just do more and spend more time on stuff. I'm, 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 a, I'm an efficient person when it comes to my exploration. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm over 100 now, and I've, I've still probably got a bit left if I want to get to where I want to get. Uh, no, we heard you say. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, two weeks after that, we are doing Spyro, a reignited trilogy. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be really fun. I've never played those games before, and I'm excited to talk. See what the little Is there going to be a dragon in that game? There will be. I'm really scared of dragons. Uh, it's okay. He's weeks, a friendly purple That's one. why I'm skipping Dragon Quest. Great. Oh, okay. I keep talking about the 85 hours I've put in, but I actually... That's it's not, just a piece of paper you keep drawing just, on? I took the number zero and twisted it. Oh, okay. And then row to five. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Uh, and then two weeks after Spyro, we are tackling Fallout 76. Yeah, Yay. I'm going to go play that beta tonight. Yeah, good life choices, Kev. Good stuff. I'm not, I'm not going to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of fun here today. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to... We're going to use our, our, our small platform for a moment. I think this is a... Good thing to say, but this is going to be like the last time we hang out before Election Day. So, yeah. mm. you know, if you're out there and you're looking for something to do on Tuesday, I would recommend going out to vote. Yeah, go out it and vote, man. It just seems like the right 
thing to do at this moment in history. It's like and an option. Know, like this is this is small up and coming video game podcast. Good game, great game. Like we don't have much of a platform here, but if I can record, if I can encourage one person to be like Zach wants me to go out and vote. Do it. It's my birthday tomorrow. Please like go out and vote on my behalf. Yeah, give Zach Not a birthday I can't, vote because I'm going to. But. You know, as a birthday present to me. Even if it's a write-in vote for Zach. Even if it's... Probably don't <laughs> do that. Let's not do that yet. <laughs> let's actually do something that'll matter. Uh, go ahead and vote. Go ahead and like our podcast. Do those two things. For my birthday, vote and then like our podcast. On, or maybe like our podcast first and then vote because voting is in... Whichever you know, order Whatever you order you want to do. Live your vote, life. Vote, like the podcast. It's it's an Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons game. Like, no matter what you do first, the second <laughs> one will reflect on your action. And if you get both of them, then you will Ganondorf rescue Princess Zelda the eventually. Yeah, you <laughs> actually do it. Uh, if you want to see the true villain, you better do both. Yeah. We'll see you in two weeks to talk about Dragon Quest. Thank you to the James Rocket for the use of our theme song. It's called We Are Here For You. It's a wonderful single. You can catch that song and the rest of their excellent discography at the jamesrocket.bandcamp.com. Am I forgetting anything else, boys? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Follow think us good. on Facebook and Twitter. Follow us on oh, there's Twitter. The Thank you so Facebook much. Facebook is Good Game, Great Game. All the words. <laughs> Twitter is at Good Great Game. Yeah. And we'll hang out with you there. If you got thoughts on Dragon Quest, I would love to hear them. Yeah. We will send out some information on that in the near future. Uh, get your name heard on the show. Share your opinion with us. We do a lot of the talking, but we'd love to listen to you too. And if you got more thoughts on Super Mario Odyssey or you want to weigh in on this debate over what the best Mario game is, you know, just talk to us. We'll Rose. meet you in a back alley at approximately yeah, yeah. 9 a.m. on for November Snake. 4th. <laughs> that's uh, that's extreme. Uh-huh. Yeah, but otherwise, we'll see you in two weeks. Go out and vote. For Andrew Orsi and Kevin Ryder, my name is Zach Rich. This has been Good Game, Great Game. Hey, let's go play a new game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fond of that idea. Hey, go hug the puppy. Oh. Hey, go hug the puppy. <laughs> we know the consequences of what you do. But children, we are.